you have any of those kids in high school that would do magic? The card game? No, 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 not magic. magic the Gathering. Like they would bring they would bring cards and they'd bring coins and stuff and they would do magic tricks for people. No. Nobody did magic at your high school? No. My teacher did. I remember he That's was badass. Cool. Yeah, his uh he was like the cool teacher that just had like a bajillion hobbies. He he had like a fifteen thousand dollar comic book collection. Uh, he at one point was like a part of like a professional hacky sack group. Um, he knew magic. He skateboarded. He he just had hobbies. He was like, dude, what do you do in your spare time? All of that. Yeah, apparently crushing it. But yeah, he did magic for the for a the lot of things. He did a lot of things in his spare time. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I don't think he had much spare time. But yeah, no, he he did magic, and I remember he would do it for the class every once in a while. He would just sometimes he'd just start pulling off some some shit right in front of you. It just to also check if the kids were watching. That's attention. a good way to get them to pay attention. Yeah, I used to do magic. Did you? Yeah, I used to do magic. Did you get? In did you do like kits or just self taught? I wouldn't do kits, dude. What are you talking about? People know that those know. are fake. Damn, you gotta practice some. I used to bro. blow people's minds with my card tricks and my coin tricks. Could you do coin tricks? Yeah. I like coin tricks. I can still do coin tricks. I could pull off a coin trick in front of you, blow the blow the pants off you. Dude, I like a good coin trick. They're my, uh, yeah, they're like the um, I don't know too many of them, but like hiding them on the other person's person. Like, I do that. I do one yeah, of those. That one terrifies me. I'm like, oh, fuck. how'd that get there? Yeah. How dare you? I'll, I can make one disappear, and then you can search me, dude, and you won't find it. Yeah. Dude, I love doing magic. I used to do it around town. I would do it at the 31 Flavors every once in a while. I'll do it at football games. If the foot, whoa, my football team, the the football team in my high school, really bad. Okay. But I'd show up <laughs> to support the boys. Yeah. Right? And when we'd be getting blown out, I'd look around. <laughs> I'd be like, people are not having a good time. You know what Pull they Pull out need. my deck of cards. <laughs> and I'd be like, excuse me, excuse me. You guys want to see a magic trick? And then on the bleachers, bro, I'm just I'm just busting out magic tricks. There's just people surrounding us, dude. Sorry to the boys, nobody's watching you anymore. <laughs> There's a magician aboard. <laughs> he has a great time. The only thing is, you're so nervous that you'll mess up. Oh, especially oh. as more people start watching. Mm-hmm. Like there was one. It was a couple. It was uh, they were older, not not parents' age, but I think they had graduated high school. A few years ago. Okay. And it's a small town, so you go to the football games no matter what. Mm-hmm. Older couple, they were sitting near me. I was like, you guys want to see a magic trick? And I do a magic <laughs> trick with a full deck of cards, right? Yeah. It's not just grab one and I'll find it. I use the entire deck of cards to do a magic trick for them. Yeah. And the girl loses her mind. She's like, oh my <laughs> gosh. Oh, that was incredible. Holy, how did you, what is that? Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Which made everyone there be like, is this kid doing magic? Like, what is that? I, saw, I want to see a trick. And they're like, do the same one. It's oh, like, no. uh, no. no. You never do the same one because now you guys are looking for what I'm doing. Uh, yeah. So I refuse to do it. Some people got a little annoyed. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, it's the rules of magic, doc. I used to go to a coffee shop with these other guys mm-hmm. and we would share our secrets. We'd work on magic together. They go. The one dude, he was really good. Okay. He he was one of the people who stands out front of the magic castle mm. and does card tricks there. He's like, Do you wanna do you wanna be one of those people? And I was like, I'm a sophomore in high school. Yeah. <laughs> of course I do. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you get paid, you get tips. Perfect. I'm in. Yeah. And he's like, It's at the Magic Castle. And I was like, Where is that? Is that uh, is that on China Lake Boulevard? Whereas I've never heard of the Magic Castle before. I've lived here most of my life. And he's yeah. like, no, in Hollywood. What do you, what? <laughs> and he goes, yeah, I work at the Magic Castle in Hollywood. It's like, yeah. when? On weekends? How do you get to Hollywood? Yeah. You're also like a sophomore. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, I drove into town to see you because somebody told one of my friends, another child, by the way, oh. said you had potential. Dude, is that was this kid fucking with you? No, he actually drove into town because he's big on magic, and then he knew another kid named Brian that I know, and Brian was like, "Justin's got potential." <laughs> and <laughs> he's a magic recruiter. Yeah. So one, I was like, "This is weird," but two, I was like, 
am I dope at magic? Like, <laughs> my name is spreading towns. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. And then I was super bigged up on myself because I was like, yeah, dude that works at the Magic Castle thinks that I should also work at the Magic Castle. Mind you, I knew like five card tricks that I found online. Yeah. So literally anybody else can do them too. <laughs> <laughs> anybody else. Yeah. Damn. But uh, that never, obviously never went through. Well, I mean, you could have been the next David Blaine. David Blaine? Yeah. No, I couldn't. Yeah, dude. No. I'm normal. (laughs) (laughs) Are you kidding me? Dude, I'm going to freeze myself in ice for the next three months. Yeah. That's called an igloo, motherfucker. (laughs) And people actually live in those in the world. (laughs) What are you talking about? And then, like, the fact that he was like, uh, he's like, no, watch this. I remember this is like the big one that I that fucked me up. He's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna balance myself on this fence, this spiked fence in front of this mansion here. Oh whoops. Ugh, I impaled myself. Watch as I get out of it. I just sat there like, this is disgusting. He did this in front of so many people. And then my dad in the back was just like, It's fake, Tej. It's magic. I was just like, What? Fuck David Blaine. <laughs> he does some he does some real crazy stuff. Oh, I'm sure. Like, he actually puts stuff through his body. Damn. He does How not, is it wait, how is that magic? Oh, it's not. <laughs> no, dude, he'll he'll take he'll take like a spike yeah. and put it through his arm. And they'll be like, How is this magic? And he's like, I just I figured out how to do it. He he just yeah, he just shoves a massive nail through his arm in front of like Ricky Gervais and Kanye West and stuff. And they're freaking out. Yeah. As anyone would. Yeah. Because he's actually shoving stuff through himself. And he has to be like, I can't do it in the same place because I have so much scar tissue built up there from shoving a nail in my arm before. God. But yeah, he'll do it and he'll be like, yeah, pull on it. And people will be like, what the fuck is going on? And they're like looking for glue and things. But no, it's so deep in his, he, he's actually shut. He shoves pens through his hand. What? Yeah, he's out of his mind. Dude, I had no idea about That's him. why I said I'm normal. I didn't know it went that far down the rabbit yeah, hole. He's also very good at magic, sleight of hand. Oh, is he? Impeccable. He's amazing. One of the greatest of all time. But on the side, <laughs> he actually shoves things through parts of his body. Jesus Christ. Like a madman. <laughs> he, he, tries to, <laughs> he tries to talk about how like, mind over matter. It's like, yeah. Sometimes insanity is not the way to go, though. <laughs> Sometimes that's not the play. All right? You're going to watch him on Rogan, and he's just baked. He's not even high off drugs. He yeah. just He's on a different wavelength from other people. Damn. I think he's visualizing the fourth dimension and can't say it because the rest of us would lose our minds. <laughs> Dude, he got those beady eyes. David Blaine's doing something different. Yeah. You want to talk about built different. <laughs> it's David Blaine. That is David Blaine. Yeah, dude, mind freak. Okay, that's Chris Angel. Oh. Wait You're talking to a kid who was a magician, bro. <laughs> Don't even. I read Chris Angel's biography when I was a child. I looked up to Chris Angel even while not understanding ripped pants. <laughs> I didn't get the ripped pants thing, but I looked up to Chris Angel. Wait a minute, shit. Then was was the was the trick that I saw David Blaine or Chris Angel? I'm assuming it was Chris Angel. I was gonna say because I saw, the guy had emo hair. That's Chris Angel. Did David Blaine not have any of that? No, David Blaine just had like a shaved head. Oh no no. David Blaine, remember the old skit on YouTube where it's like cheese that's yeah cheese that's yeah. They were making fun of David Blaine. Uh, with the that's very short okay. Hair. Yeah, so Chris Angel was Mind Freak. Got it. I always thought when I was younger, I didn't know David Blaine, so I always thought they were making fun of Chris Angel. No, no. They were making fun of uh, David Blaine. Oh, shit. My world's been rocked. Yeah. Is, it was Chris Angel any good? Uh, Chris Angel, I mean, I used to love him. Yeah. I think he's very good at what he does, and he's way more a entertainer as a magician than he is a sit right next to you and do sleight of hand that you'll never see ah okay he does very big theatrics he gets impaled by things yeah that's gets, yeah that's why he balanced on a, a fence and slipped yeah, through and it i thought you were impaled him i thought you were about to be talking about david blaine when there was a spire there was this really tall thing and he just stood on top of it for days no 
Because if he fell asleep, he'd fall off. Yeah. So people were just walking by. I think it was in England. People would just walk by and stare at him for a while. And he's just standing up there. Like, nope. Damn. Yeah, he would freeze himself in ice cubes. Uh, he buried himself alive for like a, a week. Jesus. Yeah. David Blaine. His, his whole thing is mind over matter. Yeah. But yeah, there's, I, it's weird because I used to do all the magic tricks. Cards are a big magic trick thing. Yeah. I never... Uh, it's I not never... even close to what they're made for. Yeah, I was going to say, when, <laughs> when did... I was Because I remember uh, picking up cards. Like, my mom got me a, a thing of cards. Uh, and then I remember, like, seeing her doing it. And I was like, is there, like, a... Like, every, every grown-up in my life just knew how to fucking shuffle a deck or do something cool. Someone had something cool to do with cards. Like, everyone was, like, taught at a young age. Learn one cool thing. Learn one cool thing with cards. You'll be set. Yeah. My grandma taught me to bridge when I was very young. I was never taught to bridge. And then from doing magic stuff, I would do pharaoh shuffles. The f- I would do perfect shuffles. I could shuffle. I could shuffle it together and shuffle it again, and it was back in the order that it was in before. Jesus. Yeah. Jeez that. A pharaoh shuffle is one card directly on top of the other. There's no doubles. It's just it's a perfect shuffle. It's a pharaoh shuffle. Yeah. Damn. Could do a ton of stuff with cards. I also had a ton of decks of cards. I still have a ton of decks of cards. Because they have to have good cards, like good bicycles. Mm-hmm. If you look at them, they're very bumpy. They have air pockets. Mm. Once those air pockets are kind of messed up and the cards are a little old, they get they stick together a bit. So hard to do slide a hand with that. So you have to have a bunch of decks so that you can always pull out a fairly new deck to do oh. good sleight of hand with it. Because okay. you have to be like grabbing cards with your palm while you're doing things and pushing cards in different directions so people don't see them. Mm. And if your cards stick together, your trick is done. Yeah. So that's what, yeah, there's, you have to have good cards. You have to pay for good cards. They can't just be perfectly flat. Those always stick. Uh, they have to be nice bicycles that will, or any other brand that makes nice cards. Yeah. But yeah, they, no one, I don't think anybody expected the person who made cards. Yeah. The ones we know of today, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, Jack, Queen, yeah. King, Ace. Damn. In all the suits. That person wasn't like, you know what's going to happen with these? Somebody's going to make uh, it look like they disappear. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's like, we're gambling, son. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever play Texas Hold'em and stuff? Uh, this is going to sound sad. Uh, the only Dude. way I learned how to gamble was Red Dead Redemption. Oh, you never played card games with your friends? No. Like ga- uh, gambling card? Nope. We used to gamble coins. Yeah. Tyler did. He had friends that uh, gambled. He liked to play uh, cards. And I remember I was at my dad's once. I was really young. And then they were just hanging out. And I remember they were so excited. They whipped out this little suitcase. It's like this little mini fake suitcase. But it was like this little suitcase of like cards. And it held like little fake coins. And grandma's just smoking a butt. Like it's like everyone's just having a great time dealing out some cards at the dinner table. I'm sitting there looking at it like, what the fuck I'm doing? They handed me some cards. When you say fake coins, are you talking about <laughs> chips? Yeah, yeah. they were like little, they were play chips. They had little, a cute little face on them. Because it was supposed to be just like giving you the feeling of oh, being okay. the thing. Yeah. But I was like, do you, have you never seen Game No, no, no. I know, I know chips. Yeah, you know, but it's it, like, this one was like a cute little, you're out of Vegas trip thing. And it's, it, yeah, it was a cute little thing. See, I used to play, I used to do Texas Hold'em. A lot. Yeah, yeah. To the point where I bought a, a poker set. I will say, I fuck with Blackjack. I like Blackjack. You play a little Blackjack? Yeah, Blackjack was the one that I remember when playing Red Dead, I went to multiple things, but Blackjack was the thing I enjoyed playing. I was like, oh, this one's easy. You just count till 21. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, thank God I could do that. Oh. Could you play Texas Hold'em in Red Dead? I think you could play Texas Hold'em. I think I played it in Red Dead for a bit. I don't remember Texas Hold'em. I don't know how to play Texas Hold'em right now. Off the top of my head. Okay. Everyone gets two cards, and then they start flipping cards in front of you. They flip three, and then another one, and then another one. And you try to have the best hand. You're, like, anteing up, and then you're tossing in your bets and stuff. Oh. Calling, raising. <laughs> Calling, raising. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I ever played uh, Texas Hold'em. Oh. Yeah. Te- Texas Hold'em is my favorite, is my favorite gambling card game. Oh. By far. By far. I love it so much. I used to just, we, we, we'd get a bunch of people together around a table and we would all pretend 
that we were Phil Hellmuth, that we were all these big name Texas Hold'em players. Yeah. And I'd put like sunglasses on <laughs> so that people couldn't see my eyes and get tells and stuff. Yeah. But I was the dude who would always just be very different. Like, this is a great hand. Yeah, oh, guys. Yeah. And like, oh, he gets really crazy when he has a great hand. And then I have a terrible hand. Whoa, dude. And they're like, he has a great hand because he's getting crazy. Bad hand. Show it to him. I'm like, ha. <laughs> see how bad that hand was? <laughs> you fools. Yeah. See, yeah, you were playing the kid. You I were just, playing the other I, players, not the game. Yeah, I was I was going through all the peaks and valleys of emotion. Yeah. As any great ga- – no, no great gambler does. Well. <laughs> because real gamblers would fleece me of all my money. <laughs> I would stand no actual chance against an, a, a real gambler. Hey, no, you win these. Okay? I No. <laughs> For one, you have to show up with a fat stack of cash. Yeah. I'm walking in there being like, we playing with 50? <laughs> and they're like, no, bro, it's a $50,000 bet in. Anybody got $49,950 they can spare? <laughs> I severely underestimated what this was. So, someone said that 50 was the charge and uh, did not know that it was such a casual uh, thing that that would just, they forgot to add some zeros in that sentence. Yeah, yeah. No, and then I would just walk home quietly because oh. I only brought, I, not that I only brought 50, I only had 50 left to my name. I was going to say, I did you get a drink before you left? Or? No, dude, the drink is like 30 bucks. Yeah. That's more than half the money I own. And then what do you to do, drink it while you watch the dudes actually play? I can't even bring the drink out. It's probably an alcoholic beverage. Yeah. Be arrested. Yep. But yeah, I'm a, I'm a big I'm a big proponent of gambling games. I don't know if I'm a big proponent of gambling itself. Okay. But I like to play the games that are gambling. That's fair. Big reason why I really loved watching the original Kakegurui. Yeah. One and Double X, yeah. which is two. Oh, Double X was the second season. Yeah, Kakegurui and then Kakegurui with two X's on it. Oh. That was the second season. Okay. Love Yumiko. Uh, it's just an uh, it's a, an insane show. I heard it's like the food wars of gambling. Uh, food wars is nowhere near as crazy. My God, Kakeguru is out of its mind. I'm scared. It is wild. I love it so much. And then Kakeguru Twin, the one that we're gonna, we're going to be watching today, is out on Netflix. I don't know when it actually came out. It came out in 2022 on Netflix. Like it just came out on Netflix, but it's not on. Mal's seasonal anime for this season. Huh. So I have no... I'm very confused. Confuzzled. On what Mal... I don't know. I just no. don't understand. But I'm excited for it. It's a prequel. And it follows the the blonde-haired girl with the two like pigtails on the sides that Yumiko meets early on in the original. Mm-hmm. Tage hasn't seen Kakegurui. I have not. And knowing... When I found out this was a prequel, I was like, ah, it's fine. Because like, you don't need to know. Yeah. There's... There's stuff that you would need to know if they were going for another sequel. Yeah. Just about hierarchies of the school and who different people are, stuff like that. But uh, I really wanted to get this in because I want Tage to watch Kakegurui. He has wanted me to watch the show for a while. So badly. It's a guilty pleasure of mine. I love the show. Yeah. So we're going to jump into Twin and hope, cross our fingers, hope to die, that Tage enjoys it. Fuck, dude. <laughs> Hold on. Dude, they do not mess around in this. Dude, I wouldn't even hesitate. I'd look at the chain and be like, easy. So fucking lost right now. Dude, <laughs> dude. how? As soon as she slapped how in with the... How are you already lost? Wait, what? Wait, what? What comes first? What do you mean what comes first? She... Being a pet. Being a pet is the dream. You know nothing yet. <laughs> You've barely scratched the surface of Kakegurui stage. You have no idea what this show's all about. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> never watches Kakegurui after I tell him to like it. That it's awesome. He's watching the first episode of a prequel to it. Loving every second. It's like if prison school was only women. 
it is. And smarter. Damn. All right. Hey, the prison school is not smart. Like we, <laughs> dude. They were explaining the dice game, and Tage just went into default shutdown mode. You found your princess. She found her prince, bro. Bro, shut it down. She's not no, Fuda. No to watch the credits. No, Netflix says next episode. Dude, Netflix bitch made. <laughs> Kakeguri, bro. God damn, that was wow. Did not know it was about being an indentured servant. Yeah, that's pretty much the main premise of the show. Oh my god! Is uh, they're, they're all super rich, super intelligent kids from high class family lines around Japan. Yeah, and you gamble with each other. School is secondary. <laughs> school is entirely secondary. Yeah, the actual schooling is when they gamble outside of class. And the school completely sh- sanctions you being a pet to the other people when you owe them a debt. What? Yes. It, it is, this is, this is the school that uh, the, the high-ranking officials of the country end up coming from. Ah, so they're, they're okay with the rules. Yes, this is, this is how they find the best people. Imagine, imagine you get a call from the school. Like, hey, bad news. So your kid lost a couple of his first gambling things. Saki part, he gave a pet to a really fucked up hot chick. She killed him. Well, no, she didn't. She told son. him to kill himself. Oh, yeah. So they would never say anything about that. Your yeah. son killed himself. <laughs> That's all they say. Yeah. The and dad, the- having gone to the school, he knows. He's yeah, like, he's like... Man, good riddance. You weren't good enough. Damn, <laughs> good riddance. Hey, if he went through it and he knows the trials and tribulations that go in there, yeah, he's probably also like, what if you just say no? What happens? Is there a, say like no a, to what? Like, what if you know, like what if you say no to the, the your owner? Oh, you, you spit roasted. All right, you well you cannot not, say no. But you're not killed, right? Like, can you leave? No. You owe a damn, debt. Damn, damn you it. actually owe a debt. Imagine imagine the tax man coming. IRS shows up at your place. Yeah. Oh, we're doing an audit on you because you didn't do your taxes. You didn't pay us enough as the federal government. Yeah. No. They'll just put you in prison. <laughs> Dude, no, nobody cares. If you owe somebody money, nobody cares. Yeah. Damn. Go long enough, they do kill you. It's a slow death in solitary confinement, but it, death nonetheless. Yeah. You will pay what you need to pay. Damn. Yeah, bro, I love Kakegurui. <laughs> watching watching it through the first season, back when I, I, I first started watching it, because I was like, this is going to be crazy. It's going to be wild. There's gambling in it. There's going to be a bunch of like rule-breaking. It's anime. They're going to bring it to a higher level. It has that. Hmm. And then it has a veneer over top of it of insanity with the school kids. Yeah. And I was watching it in my living room on a big screen TV one day. Yeah. And it was one of the first times in the show, because the show, it gets a little out there. Yeah. But it wasn't going too terribly far. It was pretty early in season one. And then what the girls just started the gambling. The gambling was getting to her. She was getting a little horny. And uh, started, you know, weak in the knees, I should say. Okay. And as that moment was happening, my roommate, Michelle, if that tells you that she's a girl. Yeah. Turns the corner and sees me sitting there, grown man, beard. (laughs) Just watching an anime girl, uh, uh, like, almost flicking the bean (laughs) on a big screen TV, eyes watering, knees shaking. Other water places, and she just stops and is staring at me like, "What the hell are you doing?" I was like, "Is honestly hasn't gotten this far the entire time I've watched it. What is this? It's a show about gambling, is it? I promise. I promise. Just watch it a little longer. Gambling, please, please do it. No. Yeah, this show's bonkers." 
It's one of my favorite things about it. It's just cuckoo bananas the whole time you're watching it. Damn. And I love the games that they come up with, and I love the, the way they describe the games. Yeah. That they was just a, yeah. shotgun it at you. The description was dope. Uh, of the uh, I like how like they had like the little mannequins, and they were just like, okay, so here here we go. We're going to explain the rules here. I do like that. When uh, when the game is afoot, the, uh, the, the challenge in front of the characters is about to be laid out, and I like when they describe it for the viewer as well, so they're right along with them in the challenge. Yeah, the game they're about to play is this. Yeah. It gives you, it sets you up to understand it, and also as they're playing the game, because as they said, cheating is legal. Yeah. As long as you don't get caught. If you get caught cheating, you lose automatically. Naturally. So cheating is a huge deal. You should always cheat. <laughs> yeah. Just don't get caught doing it. Yeah. And when they not only lay out the game, but they always lay out, this is procedural. Yeah. So it, it always has a new game. You go into it, there's a new character with a new gambling game, with a new way of cheating, with new stakes. Got it. Is there any form of... Uh, like there's an overarching of, story. Oh, overarching. Good. But it always has the procedural... It always goes with the same setup. Got it. Just like any other, just like house, just like yeah. law and order, just like all that stuff. But yeah, it's it's always so awesome to have, you have the game in front of you and I, I just love understanding the game. And then I just sit there thinking, how are they cheating? How are they, how are they cheating? I want to figure out the cheat before they start talking about the cheat. I will say the cheat is pretty dope. The the cheat is like a, a fun aspect of uh I didn't even think about it as soon as like things were going on. I was just like, damn, that's crazy. That yeah. librarian was super shocked that she lost. Yeah, and you don't because then your brain is just, does she not actually want it? Is she afraid that if she gets it now she's gonna be in even more debt because the one girl's gonna keep asking for more money? Yeah. Like why is she so against it? And then you find out she's against it because she didn't write those number or those letters down. It but was she, a cheat. As the white-haired girl said, she's like, but you went along with it. Yeah. You were willing to just take the the benefits as long as it was for you. Yeah, you were going to let her go down. Yep. So that you could keep this place that no one else is at, just so you can, what, read? Damn. One of the best parts is, I don't know how this one's going to go, but they build up to the student body. Mm-hmm. She's part of the student body. The white-haired girl? Yeah. That has the girl in the chain. The student body are all the best. Each one of them is the best. There's obviously a hierarchy within them, but mm-hmm. they they beat out everybody in all the gambling. So in the original show, it's it's building up through the school to get to them. Yeah. And then their games are crazy. Oh, Unbelievable. Okay. Some stuff comes down to whoever loses is kills themselves. Fuck. Like, actual life and death. Not just, I will no longer have money, so I die. It's, shoot yourself in the head. Do they, like, does I, like, is there death in the show? You gotta watch it. Fuck, god damn it. You gotta watch it. Is there the guru tag? Okay, this isn't hentai. Listen, don't you, a little bit. No, it wasn't. You just described a pretty hentaic scene. I described Saw. Do you think Saw is hentai? No, I meant in your living room. With with your roommate. What? That the girl was excited and aroused? Yeah. Well, I'm saying like the show is hentaic. No, it's not. A little bit. No. Dude, I was... Having sexual promiscu- promiscuity in a show is not hentai. Hentai is porn. I'm, conf- I'm confused. There's a line here that I think... Uh, Tage of... doesn't understand the lines. <laughs> it's crazy. It's just a one-dimensional object. But he can't get it through his head. <laughs> That being said, so uh, about the gambling, the game itself, the one they played. Uh, yeah, I in the in the episode, I was, I'm confused. <laughs> you were so like, damn it, Dude, why? It's like the easiest game. <laughs> Do you still not understand how it works? No, I got it. I basically, I'm basically a master because they explained it. But uh, no, when um when it's the, I, I don't thought think you she understand how it she works. <laughs> I still don't she think you understand how it works. She does a wrench in there when it's like she was. I was like, it was like, all right, cool. You write the three letters of what you assume the the combination will be, and then you're good to go. And then she was like, what I thought the rule was, whoever's first will be the winner. And then she said she didn't say whoever is first will be winner. 
Like they described that in the very beginning when they showed the mannequins. I thought during that she said she didn't say that. I thought she said um, she said whichever sequence comes first is the winner. Oh, I thought she said something of like whatever sequence begins with this segment is the winner. No, I was sitting there like whichever sequence comes first. So if yours is first, but yours didn't start with a D, that means that yours has to start with a U. And if yours starts with a U, but yours came second, you're the winner. I was going way more like if I wrote detail. If I wrote D U U and you wrote U U D. And they rolled D U U D. We both got it correct, but mine came first in the sequence. Ah. Whoever's comes first in the sequence is the winner. Yeah, yeah. See, I I think I added things that weren't there, and I so, so I started too. to panic. Yeah, you just <laughs> I was partway through. I was like, you get it? Yeah, dude, it's panicking. No, no, yeah. But then, all right. So then, then came the the bit where I was. I liked the part where they were talking to like the characters, but then as soon as they went into like the fucking explaining the the theories, I was like, dude, come on. I can't, I can't keep up. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna zone out on the TV right now. When she was like, "There's a probability of a seventy percent of this getting this, but if you guess this naturally, that's an eighty percent." I'm like, "Why naturally? Who the fuck made these up?" Well, yeah, because if you were guessing one at a time, then they'd always be fifty. But because they come in a sequence, it's gonna be percent. See, it did, it made sense to you. I heard numbers, and I was like, "Dude, that's not that's not the six on the die." So what? Like it, it did. I was I was dumb, dumb brain. I was Zytus in this scenario. Don't drag him into this. <laughs> okay? He doesn't deserve to be dragged into this. doesn't deserve. He just wants toast. Well, I'd love to see him Leave at the Gold Saucer. him alone. Oh, we're going to be at the Gold Saucer. <laughs> Zytus, you got to remember, Zytus is being controlled by somebody. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and that somebody understood the game. Fuck off. <laughs> Dude, I would I would be eaten alive at this goal. Regard even if I was rich, there's no fucking way I'm lasting more than two seconds. Well, that's one of the good things for specific students. Yeah. If your family is Mongo rich, like you just have all the money in the world, you yeah. always repay. Ah. You can lose as much as you want. You just keep repaying it so you never become a pet. Ah, okay. So being super duper Whooper, rich, whooper. Yeah, dude, I just need another ooper. Yeah, being being crazy rich is conducive to the students. Got you want to come from a higher class family, the lower class families who are still very rich. Yeah, you're the. You have to the... be very good because you you have to win immediately, and then keep that win streak going so that you have the money. Yeah, but you have a bunch of money, actual money. Yeah, because you're getting it from the people, so you can even send that home. Be like, mom, dad, crushing it. You'd be like an OnlyFans girl making six figures when all you really wanted to do was pay for college. <laughs> Meanwhile, you, you send them home day, like day after day. You're like, Mom, Dad, here we go, dude. We're raking in the money. And then they get a little message like, hey, I'm going to need all of it back. And you need to mortgage your car, your house. Like, Why? I, I lost. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. This one? <laughs> I'm a I need you to pay it back. <laughs> Tenfold. Why? Please. Because I'm a Fido now. <laughs> what? My son? A Fido? Wait, wait, wait. she's going to make you kill yourself, am I right? No, no she's um, sorry, Dad. They've come very far since your time, Dad. She's uh, she's into feet, so uh, I'm gonna have to lick her feet clean every day. Then what are you complaining about, my boy? <laughs> You're living the dream. I will not mortgage anything. I will keep you doing <laughs> what you need to do. Dude, imagine up. that being a parent. You're you're like you know, your dad. You're kidding, killing my dad. Um, I, I can you pay my my uh my debt? It's like my god, son, you fell into the debt. It's like I did, I did. What is they gonna? Are they gonna make you kill yourself? Like as a parent, you're like, if they make you kill yourself, I will pay this debt. Like, you're going you really die. far into the kill yourself thing. That's a that's a very small amount of what happens. Listen, that's terrifying. At, it's at super high levels too. More often than not, it's what happened in the beginning where the girl just has to let the other person pour water on her head. Oh, uh, okay. Like, you just get looked down upon and bullied. It's not always straight to kill yourself. <laughs> like, that's an extreme. And it's not like licking feet. It's just, uh uh, you don't have any money. Like, it's mainly that. Oh, okay. I thought from, it's not from every the student is putting a revolver in their mouth, dude. From the insanity of the first fight, yeah, literally a, a girl I'm was saying choked. Stu- it was like if I told I'm you saying student body. That chick was part of the student body. 
So the girl probably owes her $7 million. <laughs> and loves owing that money, as we saw. Has learned to love it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Kind of like whatever Stockholm Syndrome. She Stockholm Syndromed herself into Dude, it. I would Stockholm Syndrome myself. She probably, you don't need to Stockholm Syndrome. You're already there. <laughs> You're already there. You're already I, fine with it. I come over to the person who, I don't even have a debt yet, but I'm handing them the chain. Like, uh, can you oh, put this so, on me? Yeah, can you put this on me? Be like, why? I don't. You don't owe me anything. Oh, sorry. Um, do you want to gamble? <laughs> no, you're. Do you want to be my servant? No, yeah. no. I just, just. Can't. Nope. Just, just own it. Own it. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. What a play. Yeah. What a play. Kakegurui triplets is gonna be the <laughs> one when <laughs> when they go in and big dick play is to just be like, I immediately want to be a slave. Yeah, but you you slave your way up. You're like exactly, I wanna... <laughs> exactly, bro. You just double down on the bigger batter. Make them fight for you. Your ownership of the collar. Yeah, yeah you dude. end up being student body president's uh, Fido. Yeah, dude. so you know all the inner workings of the school, yeah. and now people start underhanding you money. Yeah, you also and you're know making the, it hand over fist the dirty secrets of many of the other student body because you were their pets, whom they made you do fucked up stuff, and yes. now you know a lot about them. You yeah. told the president, they're like, dope, thanks. You, you have enough money to pay off your debt, but you want to triple, quadruple down until you have more money than everybody because everyone's just slipping you stuff. You're making sure that whoever has the most money, you. Get them the chicken tendies at lunch before everybody yeah. else. And they just slide you a little capital on the side. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Kakeguri triplets. Call us, Mappa. <laughs> Call us, Mappa. Also, stunning show. Studio Mappa it is coming beautiful. in. beautiful. Yuri on Ice, Jujutsu Kaisen, like all that stuff. Wow. Same, same people. Same people. They have a ve- this is going to sound weird. They have a very unique chin. Uh, looking Small. at. No, well, um, it's a very uh, they they use this really pretty lighting that I was looking at here, and I was like, God, it's really nice, really a really kind of sh- uh, sharp, but also a little round, really nice and pretty. But now that you said jujitsu as well, and then uh, what was uh, the ice skating one? Yuri on ice. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember also. the the chins in that. I remember the way they they look, and I'm like, you know what? That's yeah. I come. I see their style. Yeah. Also, they, that earthquake movie that I didn't finish earthquake movie yeah there's a movie about like a earthquake in japan oh yeah okay yeah no i don't (laughs) but it's i will they uh they draw evil very well they just they get very close on things yeah and close makes you feel weird so when somebody's evil and then it gets very close on one of their eyes, yeah, you just as an as an audience member, you're like, oh, <laughs> I hate when they. It's it's terrifying when like, uh, I get the crazy eyes, but I, I hate when they, it's casually crazy. That terrifies me way more. Oh, bro, you gotta watch Kakegurui. So standard. The proper. thing, the thing that she was doing, like I loved every shot of the insanity shots. Everyone, it's all great. But when she was talking to the uh, the pet, uh, the blonde haired girl was talking to the pet. Mai, I think the main character, Nay, May, some um, blonde haired girl was talking to the pet, and she was like, she's like, ha, I knew you'd cheat, and I knew I'd have to cheat over you. Her eyes, like, were just a little defined. It wasn't a close up. It was a normal shot, but she was just drawn fucked up. Well, I was yeah, like, her, please stop. Her, uh, her, her irises yeah. weren't touching the top or bottom lid, mm-hmm. which is insanity. And then uh, the sides of her mouth were appearing because her teeth were in the middle. Oh, dude. it. Because, hey, again, it wasn't a close-up. The close-ups of, like, the super scare, those I get. But, like, the far back crazy shots, I'm like, put it away. Jesus Christ. Go back to normal. Yeah. Shut down. It's one of those. It's also one of those things where you'll see movies and stuff, and somebody got the script. And it's like, yeah, you're a crazy character. Like you're a crazy person. And then they go, oh, yeah. you're like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, stereotypical, oddly like cartoonish, scary. That's not the world. Yeah. But if somebody is just staring at you, and they're like, man, when I cut the bicep open, and then felt. The tendons exploding in my hands. Jeez. Yeah. And they're just smiling about it. You're like, that's a wild thing to say while being normal. Yeah. Like being normal and saying not normal things really freaks me out. Yeah. So yeah, kind of along that line, they they understood that they didn't need to go nuts with it. It's just (laughs) this situation itself 
of this school yeah. is so bonkers that speaking normally as if this should happen, yeah. pretty creepy. That's terrifying. I wanted to get into the Jotos about it. Dude, let's do this. A little bit because I love Kakigui. It's a, like I said before, it's a guilty pleasure of mine. And I think you can tell why it's a guilty pleasure. Yes. This one, episode one of this, I'm going to say, I do not think is as crazy as episode one of Kakiguri proper. Okay. Uh, I don't like, it's well known. I don't like prequels. Yes, me too. And I don't like it when people push stories on more than they need to be pushed mm-hmm. on. This is a little different to me because a lot of times prequels, someone will make a film or or write a book or have a TV show about a person or a specific group of people or a family, right? Mm -hmm. And then that'll go gangbusters. Everyone loves it. It becomes a massive hit. So then they have a prequel. This is how they became that person trash dog water like i don't care about (laughs) how they became that person i liked that person i don't need you to to downgrade it i don't need i don't need them to have a crazier part of their early life that turned into that because now it is just it it is diluted what they are today yeah and it also uh, real quick back piggybacking off that uh last episode we talked about most stories have a character arc where your character will grow within the story yes if a story has involved a really cool character and it's done its job, your character has probably grown. Why in holy shit would I watch a prequel about having this character grow so that he can get to a point where I would then want to watch him grow? Yeah. It just never what? really makes sense. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. And this was interesting to me because I saw the pictures of it. Mm-hmm. And it, it was prequel. And I was like, Yumiko's not there. So this is a prequel just of a different character within the world, within the school. Yeah. And I guess what I'm what I'm wanting to to jump on is can prequels and other things work better or uh, cuz right now I obviously have a slant toward it. Yeah. I believe that this works better for it as a prequel because there is a world that people enjoyed this school and the gambling at the school. And a secondary character from the other show who we don't have to watch them grow in the original. We don't have to watch their uh, them become a better person or become more understanding or something like that. Yeah, They're just a secondary part of that. We watch a little bit of their story leading up to it. So now we just get more, a little bit just more meat on the bones of that person's character. Mm. Because it's not following the initial protagonist. And, and telling you, like, if they had Yumiko and it was like, this is what she was like before she ever went to the school. Like, dude, I don't care at all. <laughs> yeah. I like her in the show. Uh, so having a secondary character or just a different character within the world. Because saying that I don't like prequels and saying that I don't like uh, expansions of things isn't necessarily how I feel. I love the Lord of the Rings, the Silmarillion. I love most of the stuff that Tolkien wrote. Yeah. And it's it's all just one massive story spanning thousands and thousands of years. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't like it when people take something, think it did well, and then, oh, well, well let's just give Bleed a little it bit dry. More. Yeah. And you always have to come up with a better, grander story, but yeah. that just messes up the specific one you had there. Yeah. Like you, can, you can have the Lord of the Rings and then Baron and Luthien mm-hmm. because they're separate in the same world. So I think this is working to an extent. I don't I have only watched episode 1. This is working for me because I like the gambling school mm-hmm. and this is a different character that I get to follow and a little bit of her story. Yep. Within that world. So you and I actually we've gone back and forth about this on stream on podcast all just in just in person. Uh, we actually you're a big fan of telling the story that needs to be told within the world of that story and then letting the story end. Letting that be what it is. If it was good, let it go. It was great. Let it be what it is. I am on a different plane. See, but I don't want... We've we've talked about this before, and I kind of just concede. Okay. But I don't think that stories have to end. Okay. I just hate when people are milking things. Okay. Like, not it, doing due diligence. It, they just want to extend it to extend it. Yeah. Not because they have a good story to If tell. there's a story that obviously hasn't finished... Yeah continue the story yeah but there's a lot of times where a story has a definite end yeah 
and then we'll be talking about something that's like, oh, that's coming back, and I'm pissed off. Yeah. That story with those characters had an end, yeah. an actual end, and they're gonna just reopen the book. What was the point in everything that we did? So, well, so then, I just don't want I just don't want that to be misconstrued because yeah, that's yeah. my actual view on it, and okay. I've been conceding it. Okay. But I I I'm fine with stories continuing. I'm not fine with a story that had an end, just arbitrarily getting more. Okay. I hate that. Do you think that it's possible to find uh, find a beautiful story even though you put a cap on your story? As long as it's not about those people. Because hmm. my So my fear, my ex, uh, example of that one would be a lot of people, because I'm, I'm, I'd, I'd say that I'm actually pretty, I'm not too uh, uh, welcome in this community with, with this opinion, uh, that I'm going back to Dragon Ball here. A really good end was the end of Cell Saga. A lot of people like the end of Cell Saga. It should have ended for a lot of people. Vegeta gave up. Goku was gone. Gohan was in charge, and that was really the end of the feeling. That Goku was... I mean, Gohan was now in charge of this. A lot of people say Buu Saga should never have happened. That doesn't make sense. I... I, I, the, I the go, go, so people thought that someone going Super Saiyan 2 for the first time should have been the end. Yeah. That doesn't see that there that isn't an actual end to a story. Okay. I see that's I, what I'm saying. Like okay, so I, that, so I that don't thermally, think that that's an end. Thing. Okay. If if they have if they have everybody ride off into the sunset and they want to create a family and they want to do these things and there is no more mm-hmm. and they understand that. Yeah. And then they're like, ooh, well, it actually did really good. So you know who doesn't care about their family anymore? All of them. Yeah. Then that really pisses me off because they have they have they have brought these characters to an end. They have brought these characters to like the end of a story where they can have a real life now. Yeah. And you're just going to throw a wrench right on top of that and be like, (laughs) no, we actually don't care that that we had a consensus on what you were wanting to do with the rest of your life. Yeah. And as we go forward, like super, noth- none of that actually matters. Yeah. Because the universe, the universe can be exploded by a baby. <laughs> so, I, I, well, actually, one thing that you said about uh, about the side characters and stuff, I, I were one of the biggest things I hate about prequels or or spinoffs, a big thing as well, is um, a lot of characters in a show that. For those of you who didn't like, who haven't like looked at like how to build a story or how to do all that, whatever, a side character can be fucking awesome, cool, great. That doesn't mean they can hold a show, and it 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 does nothing. Like I'm not giving any slant to the character itself. They will actually do stronger in being in contrast to the main character if that was the way the story was meant to be told. So a lot so it, I I luckily I actually haven't seen Kakagori because I'm able to give this just a shot. I'm just looking at it like this character is completely new to me. I don't know this blonde girl. I don't know the other girl. This girl is a brand new girl to me and when I see the uh, the uh, chronological story of the first season of Kakagori, that'll be an explosive uh, explosion and a fun time that the side, the main character is now a side explosion? character. Yeah, because it, it'll it'll be because you said like the first episode's a million times crazier than this. Oh, I did not say that. Oh, I, thought I said you were I I think the first episode might be crazier of the OG show than this. Yeah, I did not say it's a million times it crazier. Is one bajillion. Ton. <laughs> I should go into marketing. Um, but it's the uh, so I watching Kakaguri sounds like. It would only almost only benefit that I've seen this, and then Kakigori would be having this girl become a side character instead of the other way around. Whereas I would know a main character and then her not exist, and then I just get to focus on this girl when I'm like, the most intense shit's gonna happen when the main character gets there. But kind of like you were saying, this story yeah, doesn't evolve. I, I think that we can really rely on things like a school. Throw not 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 lending itself to something like that. Okay. Marvel movies or superhero stories have to follow a linear progression to an extent. Yeah. Because there has to be the big bad that's badder than the big bad before. Yes. So if you go into the past, that big bad cannot be as bad as the one in the future, because the future one was written having to be better than the one that came before. Yeah. 
since this is a school, there's always going to be a Rolodex of student body presidents that are worse or better or what have you. Mm-hmm. Because of the way it is and people can graduate and people can come in new, mm. it doesn't have to necessarily mean that the OG Kakegurui and Kakegurui XX are crazier. That is It's true. just different types of crazy. Yeah. Different like- types of wild. And since they center around a game, the games can be so different that... Yeah. Creating this Rolodex or rotating roster allows for having it own. I guess that that speaks to the creation of the world itself, allowing the like that this world is a good enough play area, playground, but also the way that it's set up allows for the change and new stories to be told without at all deteriorating the other story because these are new people. These are newer adventures. Someone else is in charge that wasn't in charge. The other one This is a new adventure. To be fair, I think similar people. Are God damn, God but, damn it, dude. I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm <laughs> just. It's you devil's advocate. Like it's devil's advocate. God damn but, it, well, dude. Uh, here, I'll, I'm gonna, I'm gonna toss it back to Lord of the Rings real quick. Okay. So Sauron. Yeah. What is he? Big bad. Big bad. Biggest bad, right? Yeah, that I know of. Yeah. No. <gasps> Sauron was the lackey. Okay. Of Morgoth. Who's Morgoth? The big bad. Fuck. The actual big bad. <laughs> okay. The one who Sauron would bring tea to. The one who would be like, hey, Sauron, do this because you're a baby compared to me. Dude. You're trash. You're nothing. You're Sauron, kind of Sauron was a kitten. Yeah, Sauron was Sauron was just like a, a, the, the little dude who would grab stuff for Morgoth, the bad guy. Fuck. Right? And if you look at it like that, Morgoth was in the past. Yeah. Morgoth had to be beaten. Morgoth was unbelievable. Mm. The dragons were spawn of Morgoth's darkness. Yeah. That's how evil the guy was. The dragons were born out of his evil. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, so he was, even in the past, that was way bigger of a problem than Sauron. But when they kept going forward with it, instead of just being this evil entity, Sauron was a trickster. Ah. Sauron was the beautiful. Sauron was the one who brought gifts. So he would turn himself, he, he could kind of shapeshift a little bit. He was whatever you thought. He became the most beautiful thing. And he'd walk up to you and just be the coolest guy. Mm. Bring gifts. He'd give you what you wanted, all that stuff. And he gave himself the power through that. Ah. Uh, so it's a cool story. Yeah. Because he, he went behind everybody's back and he did all these crazy shifty things mm. to gain the power that he needed. Yeah, instead of um, might where Morgoth would have used one way Sauron went a different way because that wasn't an option for him yeah he wasn't he wasn't born of the music he wasn't yeah. uh, he was just a Maiar and that's the world that's a testament to the world I was actually gonna I was I don't know if anyone's ever made this relation but a good relation to that in anime would be um, Naruto constantly all they talked about was the big bad was the Akatsuki they're like oh my god it's, oh, it's Akatsuki it's the most terrifying thing in the world but you know who's more terrifying Madara. Like, yeah, well, dude, Madara's in the past. He's gone. Okay, but back then, those fights, those fights were mountain-sized. And they're like, yeah, sure, whatever. We have the Akatsuki now. And then Madara ends up coming back. And you're like, oh, God. Which I think is a good use of the 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 whole show is laying that foundation that he has been a big bad over a long time. But that the you'd think the bigger bad is the newest, the, the scariest one, the, the one you're looking at right now. And instead, they decided to bring back. But then, and then they did the thing that, as we're describing, they wouldn't let something just fucking be. And so they continued to make Baruto. And then they were like, no, fucking aliens actually created Chakra. And they're the big bitch. Shut, yeah. shut See, the, up. the thing is, we agree on the stuff. Yeah. I think it's just semantics. Oh, okay. Because do you, would you like for them to have created Baruto out of Naruto? No. That's exactly what I'm saying. There was an end to a story. Hmm. And they kept going. Yeah. That's what I hate. It's not that I don't think anything should ever be able to be made of a good property. It's a story ends and then they dig it out of the fucking ground <laughs> yeah. and push a story further. I can't stand that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I, and I won't, I, I won't be quiet about it either. Yeah. Especially even if I can love a property so much. Yeah. I think the new rings of power, Lord of the Rings show mm-hmm. is going to be uh, horrific from everything I've seen about it. Yeah. From the trailers I've seen, from the way they talk about it, I think it's just a blight upon 
Tolkien's work. I think it goes completely against everything he wanted his work to be. Mm. And that really pisses me off. Yeah. So I, I love Lord of the Rings more than most things. It's my favorite story. It's my, it's my favorite uh, everything. I'm not going to blindly follow something because it has Lord of the Rings in the title. Also, it shouldn't be called Lord of the Rings because Lord of the Rings was a specific story. The Hobbit isn't the Lord of the Rings. It's the Hobbit. Yeah. It's just that's a part of a story <laughs> from from Middle Earth. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I, I don't like it when people will just grab something and be like, yeah, we're just going to do something else with it <laughs> because that was big and people like it. Yeah. But they're going to totally be stories. Yeah. They're going to totally. My favorite writer of all time wrote 12,000 years of Middle Earth. God damn. There's so much. <laughs> There's so much in there. There's so many more stories than Frodo's. Yeah. And Bilbo. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, so I think this, just following some, not not following Yumiko, not going into her past as her childhood when she's not at the school, because mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah. I think just being in the school with a character that you kind of know, so that you're still acquainted with it, is a good way to go about a prequel or an add-on to a show or a movie mm. is you there's a world you understand the world and you can be in a different part of it yeah the so I love Star Wars books oh yeah those aren't those are a completely different part to different time period of of a galaxy far far away mm-hmm. I have no problems with them writing a ton of extra stuff just don't take Anakin's story and beat it to the ground with a bunch of extra garbage that dilutes the original story. Yeah. I don't like that. I'll be against that all day. And we are. Yes. <laughs> it's true. It's like we both come to the same conclusion. It's just semantics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. I was going to say, I, uh, my, when I wrote my, my topic, I, I don't know much about gambling. So uh, they this really more about more they one hundred percent like answered like it, my topic's gonna be answered within seconds. So it's Why? It, it, it's, it's the worst. What? Yeah, get ready for this. Uh, I really thought I was on to someone who wrote it. Uh, some people are born with it, some ain't, and I ain't. Gambling is something I've never understood. I'm on it. I'm unable to let my hard-earned money disappear like that, even though, even with the reward being so large. Now, gambling addictions have caused many serious harm to either them or loved ones. Do you think it's the addiction of the payoff, or do you think it's the rush of possibly losing it all in the chase for the reward, like a carrot on a stick? I think people just. I think everyone has a hero complex. Like most everyone has a hero complex. Hmm. If I keep going, I won't. I won't always lose. Yeah. Everyone believes themselves the main character of a movie. Of course. So, if that's the case, the main character of the movie doesn't always lose. You're hmm. gonna win. That's what we all tell ourselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then when you win, you're like, but the main character though, yeah. they'd win more. Yeah. And then you keep going. That's the problem with gambling. Damn. Uh, I think. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. I'm not a psych psychologist. I don't know the inner workings of a brain. Yeah. But I do think that people are just, I can't lose. Okay. I don't know. I'll, I lose a few times, but pff, they, they talked about it a little bit, uh, the gambler's fallacy. Yes. There's, you, you can't, you can't keep losing. Yeah, or yeah. this percentage you look at you you look at percentages in a a skewed way that aren't actual statistics. Mm. And you're like, well, if I flip the coin three times and it's heads three times, it has a bigger chance of being tails next. No, it doesn't. Yeah. It's the exact same percentage. But you have decided that it has a higher chance now because it's been it's been heads so many times, it can't possibly be heads again. Mm. You just created a fallacy in your head. You have to win at some point because, oh, dude, odds. No, you just don't know how odds work. <laughs> yeah, damn. I, 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 because I don't gamble, and I also, I definitely one hundred percent don't look at fucking percentages. But, uh, yeah, I, I, when she was explaining the gambler's fantasy and looking at like uh, explaining how 
the percentages don't change, and you'd think they changed, but they 100% stay the exact same. Uh, but your view of them have changed. Uh, but you can do things to make them easier for you, as she was saying. And it, like the because she was like the gambler's fallacy is that you're like, oh, if I've lost this many times or if it's been this many this before, it's odds are that it won't be that again. But that that hasn't changed. But then the girl later on was like, you increased the percentage by playing the other player and increasing your, by, by like physically changing something and cheating, you increased your own percentage. You didn't go by the, the measure of the, of the, of the gambling uh, numbers at all because those won't change. You'd think they will. Those are just set. Well, those ones, it would always be 50-50 if it wasn't a sequence. Yeah. So if, you, if they were going to roll the dice and you just say up or down, that'll be 50-50. But it, that does change when you have to get a sequence correct. Mm. And the reason that she could increase, you could increase or decrease your percentages is if if you have UUD, yours has to start with a U. And if they roll it down, now your percentage is super low compared to the other person who did put a D. Yeah, see, this is, this is where I would have lost. <laughs> dude, dude, I would, I would have put DUD and just been like, I fucking live my life. You would have put dud. Yeah, dude. <laughs> don't, don't dude my dud, bro. Fuck off. <laughs> Some bitch. Yeah, like I said, dude. My question is is kind of just kind of like, yeah. There's nothing wrong with your question. It's, no, it's, it's it was, about it was, gambling and uh, dog water and people. Uh, I think it, it transcends the show talking about gambling and yeah. people's addictions to it. Because gambling have, is a problem for a lot of people. Dude, it is. Fuck my fiance. Linda gambles? Dude. So there's only one game she gambles at. But Overcooked? When, I didn't no. know gambling that. So there's a game that for those of you who uh like the casino scene, you'll understand. There's a little game where you put the coin in, you have to kind of time it so that when it falls, it knocks over knocks over other coins. Uh, it knocks over other coins. So uh, one of the things, like the fallacy is that you're going to be able to time it and it will hit and knock over everything. But I think the whole thing is it's made so that way it is weighted by the other coins and is not going to fall as easily as you think it is. If you, if you've ever seen Are you talking machine? about the arcade? Yeah. The machine and arcade game? But they make real adult money versions of them. And Linda played it on the casino. I mean, on the um, on the uh, fuck yacht or whatever yacht the the cruise ship cruise ship. Thank you. I was like, what the fuck's the word? Yeah, the cruise ship had a had a gambling deck, and Linda went in there. And she was like, oh, I fucking love this game at Dave and Buster's, and then addiction. She spent. I remember because I got really seasick. I physically couldn't get out of bed for at least four or five hours. So I was like, honey, I can't. Can you go do something? I feel bad. You sitting in here. So she went and. She went to the gambling thing. I passed out. Woke up 3 a.m. She was coming back in. She went there at like 6. She was like, oh, hey, honey. I earned $400. I was like, Jesus. She's like, yeah. She just kept doubling down and doubling down and just, just continuously doing it. She's like, I, I knew it would pay off at some point. I was like, God. And if it didn't, she's like, then I would have been in debt. I was like, fuck. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So yeah, my fiance has it has the bug a little bit more than I do. I would have put one coin in and been like, "No, this game sucks." I, I would out. not call that a gambling addiction. <laughs> not it's a bit more than me. I did, I like I at Vegas. I I looked over and watched this one lady just pull a lever and four hundred dollars were just gone. And I was like, "Never, never, can't do it. Won't do it." Buck buck allow. Yeah, just got to slip in a little bit of reference for you, uh, old YouTube heads. I don't know. Did she lost $400 on one poll? No, she, uh, yeah. Oh, that lady. Yes. Yeah, she did. It was one of the machines that the, the giant machines that have like really fancy, pretty lights on it and shit and the colors and stuff. And it was oh, like a ghostbuster thing. A coin. Well, she put in her card and she, oh no, 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 no. This is, these are two different women. This is not Linda. I, I'm not talking about Linda. Oh, I'm talking about slot machines. Yeah. She put $400 in for one pull on a slot machine. Yes. You can choose the amount you put in. She just sounds like an idiot. <laughs> she just kept sipping her drink. She never even hesitated. She she did more shit, too. She I just watched her crank up the points. Didn't get it. Well, 
put in more points, keep going. I was like, that's money. You're that's money you put in. You put in money. Holy shit. Cause I remember I sat down. I was I was there at, when I was twenty. I couldn't actually do anything, so I was just fucking around looking at stuff. And I remember there. I thought like, you could gamble. You just couldn't drink. No. Oh, uh, are you not allowed on the floor? If you no, I was not allowed on the floor. So I knew that if I won anything, they wouldn't let me keep anything. I'd be they'd be kicked me out because they wouldn't want to pay me for it. So I was like, I'm not gonna fucking play. So I was just sitting there dicking around while my friends were they were gambling, and I I I didn't touch anything. But I was looking at the stuff, and I was like, Enter your amount. You'll win four times this much if you win. I was like, fuck that, dude. I did play a little bit of the Kenny, the Penny Arcades. I just like doing it. It's fun. I on uh, Dragon Quest Eleven. There's a casino, and I pretty much beat the game <laughs> in the casino because I just doubled down over and over and over again until I had like thirty six million dollars. Yeah, there you go. I found one slot machine that just hit. 25% of the time Just be hitting Yeah I'd put in so much money Yeah Break it all in Fuck yes Dragon nice. Quest Eleven is a good game That's the way you go I love that game Alright everybody I don't know I don't know how many people Watch Kakegurui I feel like it's a bigger show Than I don't know I've got I've personally gotten A lot of people to watch Kakegurui Because I really like it I have and also I think, Received a lot of commissions From uh, like four Kakegurui. Yeah. So it's a very good show. Yeah. I really love it. So if anybody has watched it and you uh you want more Kakegurui in your life, then just jump in with Twin, see how you like it. For me, it's just more of the show. Hmm. And I, I've wanted there are times I don't go on Netflix much. There are times where I just go on to see if a new Kakegurui is coming out. <laughs> and then Last week or two weeks ago or something, I saw that Kakegurui Twin existed, and it wasn't out yet, and I was losing my mind. I was so happy that Kakegurui was back. Yeah. I love it. But with that, everybody, as always, we hope you guys have a great afternoon, morning, night, wherever you are, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.